did we just figure out how to fix the playoff system? That's a million dollar idea, and they need to pay us right now. We do sports talk forwards and backwards. Welcome to Blot Strops, your source for sports news and opinions in the 614 area code and beyond. All opinions are 100% correct and indisputable. And now for our hosts, Eric and Dave. Hey everybody and welcome into the Clot Strops Podcast. I'm Eric. Thanks for joining us again today. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Dave, you have a good Christmas? I did, man. Uh, probably one of the best ones yet. Good. Happy to hear it. So uh, I think we should start with Clot Strops. And Dave, can you quickly explain to people how we came up with the name Clot Strops? Yeah, I mean, the premise behind Clot Strops, obviously, is that we took sports talk and we flipped it and we we said it backwards. Obviously. And... How do people not know this? <laughs> people told me left and right, like, I don't get it. What the heck is this? I've researched this and tried to figure out what you guys are talking about. What on earth? And then when you tell them that, they feel so stupid, and I think that's the best part of it. Is how great I feel because I'm so much smarter. And what I don't understand is that I can pretty much look up something on Google and then go to my Facebook and I have an advertisement for what I looked up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Google is stalking my life. Yet if you Google clot strops, Google doesn't say hot sports talk spelled backwards. It just It's like we found nothing. Absolutely. It doesn't even find our podcast, which is sad because how many viewers are we at now? A billion. Just over one, exactly. one billion. Pretty soon, people are going to have our faces as their advertisements on the side of Facebook. <laughs> it's going to be great. Lucky people. That's scary, actually. So today, we're going to be talking about bad college bowl names and how we can make them worse. All right, let's get into this. So just to give you some examples of bad college bowls that we currently have, the San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. <laughs> I mean, come on. You might as well have the nausea, harpered indigestion, upset, stomach diarrhea presented by Pepto Bismol Bowl. That I mean, it sounds even worse with you saying it too. It, <laughs> I don't know how anybody can make something sound worse except for how you read the name of Poinsettable. I think the worst, as far as like when you're wa actually watching games, is the Dollar General Bowl because it it takes the teams that are in it and it kind of it, obviously they're already devalued a little bit because you have teams like Troy and Ohio. That was like one of the best games that I've seen so far in the bowl season. But it's the Dollar General Bowl. You have these big freaking yellow painted advertisements on in the end zones and on the field and on the top corner. It's on their jerseys. How bad do you feel for the guys that are – this is your shot to play in a bowl game. For the seniors that have never done it, they're playing in a bowl game. They get to keep this jersey. They're going to hang it on their wall to show their kids and grandkids. And it's going to say Dollar General on it. Exactly. When I think of the Dollar General Bowl, I think about the time I was working on my car, and the closest store to me was a Dollar General, and I needed a certain screwdriver. So I go and I get it, and the first time I turn it, it breaks. There's no way I'm turning into a bowl game that's named after Dollar General after an experience like that. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. So, I, I mean, I think everybody gets what I'm talking about. right? We currently have sponsors of underwear, vegetables, fruits, and Australia. That's a little much for me. So, so we've come up with a list. We've each come up with our own lists of bowls that we think should be out there, companies that need to sponsor bowls. All right, so the first one on my list, we got the California Kush Bowl. 
and sponsored by what KFC, Taco Bell, maybe Doritos. People get hungry. Funyuns. Funyuns. There we have it. <laughs> Funyuns. Hot Cheetos with cheese. Oh my gosh, I love those so much. You remember those from high school? Those are the greatest things. Oh, yeah. I absolutely remember them, and you know, where where are we gonna have this bowl at? We gotta have it in, uh, you know, like Boulder, Colorado, or something like that, there somewhere. You go. Because it, that's perfect. If you do it, you know, if it says California Kush, people are gonna expect it to be in California, but nobody wants to like talk about medical marijuana. We want to talk about the like unprescribed stuff, the California Kush, the purple haze. We want <laughs> we want to talk about that stuff in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> the good stuff. I would love to attend that that bowl game. I think that would be fun. Just to be a people watcher. I think that'd be a good time. Exactly. Special guest in the booth announcing the game, none other than Snoop Dogg himself. <laughs> the sideline reporters with Khalifa. What is, I mean, there's unlimited opportunities with that bowl. Oh, that'd be a good one. All right, what do you got? So first on my list is obviously something that's not going to be able to ever happen because if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think the name's taken. Um, I've got the Marvel Super Bowl. <laughs> um, the, let, me, let me check. I'm looking on the inner. Yeah, I think the Super Bowl is taken. I do believe Google. Yeah, yeah, Google says it's Google taken. comes through on that one. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, can you imagine it, though, like, we can put the players in capes, get rid of the horse collar tackling because they're going to be grabbing those capes and just yanking guys out of bounds. Well, half we, of the college football players look like they have capes because they have that ridiculously long hair hanging out the back. It seems like every USC linebacker has the longest hair down to their waist. Think about the uniforms that Nike could come up with this. Like, they got the pro <laughs> combat uniforms. Imagine the uniforms that these guys could come up with for the Marvel Super Bowl. They wouldn't be wearing eye black. They'd be wearing, like, those eye masks that, like, the Ninja Turtles wear with the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be yes. That would be fantastic. All right, so next I've got on my list the Magic 8-Bowl. <laughs> when you say that, I imagine just taking, like, eight teams no one cares about, like Ohio, Eastern Michigan, Troy, UCF, just four more, <laughs> take the eight, put them – Put them on one of those little, I don't even know what shape that thing is inside of a Magic 8 ball. Just shake it up. Whoever floats up to the top wins because none of us are going to watch the game with those teams in it anyways. So why even play it? Let's just shake it up and see who comes out on top. All signs point to yes, Dave. <laughs> I'm with you there. Yes, no, that that would be fantastic. And then we don't even have to watch it. Then we don't have to – we're not wasting our time with these terrible bowls. If you're going to have a bad bowl – might as well have a worse bowl name and just make the winner come out of that. That's a wonderful idea. Everybody's had to have seen Friday Night Lights where they flipped the coin to see who was going to get in the playoffs. Oh, like, yeah. can you imagine if we took a Magic 8 bowl, put eight playoff-worthy teams in it, shook it up, and took the four teams that, that came up, like the first four? We think we have chaos now. That would be unbelievable. Did we just figure out how to fix the playoff system? Like, seriously, you heard it here first, everybody. Me and Eric, we've got it. We've got we've got exactly how we fix it. That's a million-dollar idea, and they need to pay us right now. <laughs> Next on my list, man, I got the uh, the Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream Bowl. Oh, my, that sounds delicious more so than – I don't really want to watch it as much as I want to eat it. How many teams are allowed in that bowl? Like, how, like they've got a billion flavors, right? Can you put that many teams in at once, or what's the plan? I think we take the two teams – from somewhere where, like, the best flavors come from. Like, we'll take Penn State because they're close to Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Who else is by something that really tastes good? Like, 
Georgia. We've got the Georgia oh, the peach flavored yeah. Ben and Jerry's. I mean, this is awesome. Why, why not? We should pick teams for the bowl games like this. That's that's really not a bad idea. All right, so if you want to do that, here's my idea. How about the Iams Dog Bowl? So just hear me out. <laughs> One team that has a dog mascot, so there's tons of bulldogs. you got Huskies, teams like that. They play against the Cleveland Browns. And there it is. And they get the opportunity. So they play a, a borderline semi-pro team, and they get a bowl win out of it if they beat them, which, I mean, obviously a lot of those teams are going to beat them. I think that's a good idea. It's absolutely a good idea, and we shouldn't even, you know, I'm hesitant to post this podcast because I feel like we're losing out on millions of dollars with these ideas. Everybody's always like, oh, this team's so good, they could beat the Browns. Well, look at outside, just outside the top four this year that are getting into the playoffs. Wouldn't it be awesome to, like you said, who's who's right outside the top the top four that's got a dog as a mascot? Uh, Georgia Bulldogs are out there. There you go. Exactly. So we got the Georgia Bulldogs versus the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, we got to throw Brownie the Elf out the window for this one because who cares about the guy anyways? How does that even happen anyway? Why is there an Elf? Like, is he just (laughs) baking brownies and delivering to people? No, I don't understand. I I don't know, but he shows up around Christmas time, and the Browns finally get a win, so he's not going anywhere because now they believe they've got some kind of – magic elf thing going on. I mean, they kind of do because they wanted to lose so that they got the number one pick, but they still want to win at the same time. But somehow, miraculously, the 49ers win on the same day that the Browns win. So now the Browns <laughs> still have the number one pick. It's like the greatest thing in the world for them. Their fans are going nuts. Yeah, and RG3's hurt again, so there's yeah. no news there. But uh, next, <laughs> next on my list, I got the Chiquita Banana Fruit Bowl. <laughs> I I expected some sort of fruit bowl eventually. The Chiquita banana I did not see coming. Outside of that brown box that everybody uses when they move houses, the Chiquita banana fruit bowl would be awesome. And again, we've got we've got another tasty bowl game. Who do you got playing in this bowl? Are there any? Can we just get everybody in banana suits? Like every every person out there has to be in a banana suit. So you have like the ripe bananas against the rotten bananas. So people are in yellow suits, other people in brown banana suits. You know, you got the halftime show. Let's dress up all the cheerleaders and dance crew in banana suits and make them do the peanut butter jelly dance. <laughs> peanut butter <laughs> jelly, peanut butter jelly. We sing that song to my son all the time. He loves it. He thinks it's the funniest thing in the entire world. I love it, man. That's, a, that's another good one. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, so um, next on my list is the Rubbermaid Tupperware Bowl, which is, it, it sounds like it would be kind of boring and whatnot, and I understand that because essentially would be. Tupperware is not exactly fun, but it's it's also a little annoying, too. Maybe we put, like, the most annoying fans, so, like, just all Michigan fans. We'll just put Michigan in there. <laughs> and they can play against, like, well, this year they can play against Penn State and their fans because Tupperware Bowls are extremely annoying. Half the time you don't know where they are. The other half of the time, you know where the bowl is, but you can't find the lid. But when you do find the lid, it doesn't match the bowl that you have. And even when you have the lid that matches the bowl, somehow it still doesn't fit. I don't know if it's because it like shrinks in the dishwasher or what, but they drive me absolutely insane. I love the idea of the most annoying fans being the pick for for this this bowl game as far as the teams go. Because with our bowls, if you notice, we're not picking these teams by merit at all. We're just picking them for some like unforeseen reason. While I don't agree that the Michigan fans may be the most annoying for obvious reasons, uh, I, I would definitely agree with picking the teams that way. I mean, you got to agree with Penn State, though, right? <laughs> you got to go Penn State. I mean, you see them out here, they're getting blown out. Yeah. 
uh, in games during the season. They're still wanting in the playoff. They're acting like snubs when they don't get in the playoff. Yeah, throw them in the Rubbermaid Tupperware Bowl and put them up against somebody that's going to blow them out so we can just shut them up until next year. So, Michigan? <laughs> Michigan's going to blow I don't them think, out. They already did it once. They'll do it again. Yeah, I don't think that game turns out the same if it's played again at this point in the season. Penn State, although we do want to give them the worst fans award and we want to say that they may have been overrated at the end of the season, they did make some some strides throughout the season, and that was really early in the Big Ten schedule. Yeah, you're right. Next on my list, man, this is one of my favorite ones here, and I think you agree. We've got the Jimmy Dean Breakfast Bowl. That is the by far the, that's the best one that I've heard. When we started talking about this the other day, that's by far the best one I've heard. My question to you, are you a Jimmy Dean's breakfast bowl, burrito, or breakfast sandwich fan? Oh, I'm going with the bowl, man, because no matter what, when you put a sandwich, the Jimmy Dean sandwiches in the microwave, for some reason, like one corner of the bread always gets way too hard to eat. Yeah, why is, I don't understand that. It's all in the exact same <laughs> microwave. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I know, and it's spinning, so I just don't get it. But And then you got the breakfast bowl. I have never had something come out of the microwave more perfect than a Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl. Like, you put that thing in there for a minute and a half, pull it out, stir it up, and everything is – I mean, the eggs are fluffy. The bacon's crispy. The sausage is perfectly cooked the whole way through. Not a lot of fat. And then you've, you've got this right amount of vegetables. you got the, the cut-up peppers. I could go on, and my mouth is starting to water. I could go on about the Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl, but I'm curious to see what you, what you think our selection process process for getting into this bowl would be for the team well we can talk about that in a little bit because i am really interested in talking about the bowl that sounds so delicious would do you put cheese on yours because i think it's really important to put cheese on any even something that comes with cheese i always put more cheese on it yeah absolutely you gotta go sharp cheddar on this one i think oh i don't care any type of cheese you put mexican <laughs> cheese you put cold jack sharp cheddar mild ch- i don't care Cheese just makes everything better, especially on breakfast stuff. All right. Yeah, and uh, I'm getting hungry, so let's talk about uh, the bowl itself and what I would do first and foremost to change it up and, and make this one special is we're kicking this baby off at 5.30 a.m. Oh, Am I right? Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> that is a East one. Coast, obviously, but we're kicking this baby off at 5.30 a.m. 5.30 East Coast, we're looking at, what's that, 2.30 West Coast? The old 2.30 Absolutely. You know what? And that's what the West Coast gets because if you want to stay up for some of these Utah and, and Colorado games, as an East Coast guy, you got to stay up till like 10.30 for some of these games to start. Half of them don't even get over till 1.30, sometimes 2 a.m. if they go into overtime. So this is what the West Coast gets. They, for once in their lives, have to realize that it's not all about them. And forget about the fans getting up early because if we put, you know, North Carolina versus North Carolina State in this game, let's be honest, the USC fans aren't getting up to watch it. So let's throw yep. USC and versus – Exactly. Yep. Or San Diego State. Let's throw them in the Jimmy Dean breakfast. We just found our selection right there. That's a great idea. That's game over. <laughs> All right, so here we go. You know, go. This, this whole – if this podcast thing doesn't work out, I think we're I think we're up for jobs in the selection committee for bowl games. That's that's not a bad idea. You know, and I I was thinking about this too as you were talking. You had mentioned earlier that you almost don't want to, to air this podcast because you're concerned that you know, man, well, what if they steal our ideas? Then we're out millions of dollars. I've got an idea. We plan on them stealing our ideas, and because we have this on tape, we sue them for billions of dollars. Now we're billionaires instead of millionaires. 
bang, bang. And then we lead the charge to start paying college players. Just not paying them ourselves. All right. Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) All right, so here's next on my list, Waste Management Trash Bowl. I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't sound great, but we put the two most garbage teams against each other to play in this game. The two absolute worst college football, not programs, just teams. So we don't have to put Michigan every year, but we can put two absolutely (laughs) terrible teams in every single year. And since we're throwing out the selection process, like, totally, like, we're not picking by conference anymore. We're not picking by where you finish in, in your respective conference. Let's let's throw out even the six-win category. Let's take two O-pers and, and throw them in this game. What do you think? Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good <laughs> idea. Two teams that are irrelevant, nobody's even thought of the entire season, that haven't won a game. and just Can we find two teams that haven't won a game? I mean, everybody plays non-conference, right? And I, I would imagine that some of these teams are playing Youngstown State. But, geez, we got to find two offers out there, I think. Well, even if not, what if we just go teams basically like Rutgers, where you know, you, whoever gets blown <laughs> out the most, whoever gets whoever has the least amount of points throughout the season. What if Rutgers – they went, like, what, four games without scoring a point? Yeah, and you know what's sad to me is we would probably have, like, Rutgers-Maryland in this game, which <laughs> yeah. is sad. It's terrible as a There's, Big Ten fan to say that, but, man. Nothing worse than the worst teams coming out of the best conference. Like, that doesn't make any sense, but that's that's essentially <laughs> what we're looking at here. Yes, I agree. Waste management, Bull. I love it, and uh, to me, like, what what's the, what's the trophy going to look like on this thing? Like, we just go out and dig through people's trash, hot glue a bunch of stuff together, and then use gold spray paint on it. Or you could just take Oscar, the trash guy. What's his, was it from Sesame Street? Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, is he a grouch? That's what he is? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, there we go. We'll just take Oscar, and then we'll take other people's trash and hot glue it on there, and we can spray paint it gold. There's another million <laughs> We could have Oscar in, in the booth. Helping out call this game. You That's a great that? idea. He could bring some of his friends. They pro- actually probably get more TV ratings than that awful game anyway. So. And he's all mad. Like he's mad at everything. Like <laughs> I can't believe he just threw an incomplete pass. <laughs> How's that go? <laughs> I, I don't know what he sounds like. I got to be honest. I wasn't a Sesame Street person, but somebody who lives in a trash can has to sound like a seven-year-old woman that smoked for sixty of those years. Which way to the cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> oh man, but I, while I love judging people and talking about that bowl game with you, let's let's move on to the next one on my list. But I thought about this right before we started talking, so I hurried up and jotted it down. I've got the Nostradamus Crystal Bowl. <laughs> so I don't know if uh, Nostradamus is going to be able to sponsor a whole bowl game. I don't know what the gift bags are going to look like, but I'll tell you who does know what everything's going to look like in this game, and that's Nostradamus. <laughs> I'm trying to, gosh, I'm trying to think of what teams are going to play in that. Uh, I'll tell you, nobody's nobody's going to bet on the game because he's going to tell us all who's going to win before the game even starts. Here you go. You can have Nostradame. Ooh. No? <laughs> I like, I like, I like. That. They can just play themselves, and they can go do it in another country, and then they can stay there because I don't care for Notre Dame. So there you go. We take Notre Dame and the Nostradamus Crystal Bowl, 
We make them play in Ireland, play against <laughs> against themselves. We've got the ones versus the twos on offense and defense, and then we just you know we'll forget about the plane ride home. We'll just leave them over there. What if they play against the Irish rugby team, like the national rugby team, and they would literally die on the field from getting tackled? <laughs> And we never have to talk about them again. And let's make this a rule. The coach has to dress for the game so that we can get rid of Brian <laughs> Kelly, too. The, the whole world wins at this point. You're welcome, world. <laughs> All right, my list. We're dwindling down here. I've got two left. Trying to think of which one I want to say first because these are both really good. All right, I'm going the Miley Cyrus, I came in like a wrecking bowl. <laughs> hear, hear me out. All players are wearing fishnets instead of pants. And all touchdown dancing is twerking only. So hold on a second. This has happened before. The lingerie football league. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Now yeah. we're gonna get sued. Thanks, Eric. Oh, there goes our man. billions. What, you have to say my name? Crap! They're coming after me. <laughs> no, but I like it, man. I, the premise behind this bowl would be, you know, it's awesome. I love the fishnets. But if, did you watch the Wrecking Ball video? Like, she wasn't wearing anything. So let's just – why don't we just take it next level? Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's bad. All right, let's Can you imagine those offensive linemen and linemen coming off the line? You wouldn't even hear the pop of the helmets anymore. You'd just hear the slap of skin. Plop! <laughs> <laughs> and the quarterback sticking his hands down there to take the snap. Oh man, I don't. You got quarterbacks begging their coach to take snaps in the shotgun the week <laughs> leading up to that game. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Where I mean, where have we where have we gone from the Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl oh, to this? God. This is yeah, that one t- sounded so tasty, and this one does not sound tasty. And the halftime entertainment is obviously going to be a duet with Miley and Billy Ray. Hey, Am be, I right? It's got to be Billy. Absolutely. <laughs> and she's got a mullet. <laughs> oh. She's probably already had one. Well, so I mean, she's, she's had every other hairdo, so why not have that one? Exactly. So what do you got? What's this, what's this last one on here? The last one is the Skittles Taste the Rainbow. And, oh. and that's sponsored by, well, I mean, he's probably got plenty of money sponsored by Marshawn Lynch. Who basically exactly. put Skittles on the map? That and exactly. they're, they're really awesome commercials. The first thing that the first thing that pops into my head when you say the taste the rainbow and it's sponsored by Skittles and Marshawn Lynch. You know how when you see like a replay in slow mo of a guy dragging his feet as he goes out of bounds and the little pieces of the tire come flying up off yes. the field. Yes. Imagine that just these beautiful purple, yellow, and red Skittles just flowing out of the grass. So we're just replacing all the little rubber tire pieces with Skittles. Exactly. Forget concussion protocol on this one. This is we're going Skittles in the turf. How about we do the exact same thing with mouthpieces? Like no one has mouth guards. You just have to put like <laughs> seventy Skittles in your mouth and crunch down one time and play with that the whole game. Oh. <laughs> I mean it would taste yeah, good. Man. It'd be sugar high it's for not, everybody. You're not gonna be able to eat candy for the rest of your life. I mean I, you get hit one time in the head while you got a mouthful. Of, imagine a mouthful of marbles and getting punched in the mouth. I'm pretty sure those two things would be pretty close. Yeah, you don't want to get hit, hit in the marbles in that game. Marshawn Lynch is on halftime out there driving a gator around, running over <laughs> cheerleaders, just eating Skittles. I'm only here so I don't get fined. That guy, I was like, good him, luck, man. good luck getting an interview from him. <laughs> yeah, and. I was just watching a special the other day, so we're on the subject of Skittles and what would be a perfect gift basket gift for the players in this thing. I'd slip in my mind now which quarterback bought this for his backfield. 
but I know Zeke bought his uh, offensive lineman the, the the ATVs, and then uh, one one quarterback bought somebody these jackets that have this lined pocket in the front that just fits a whole bunch of Skittles. So if you're thinking, yeah, I mean, it's sad right now that I can't figure out who it was that bought that, but that would be a perfect gift basket thing for the guys that are playing in this bowl. Would you even want something like that? What are you going to do? Absolutely. What are you going to do with a jacket like that? You wear it one time. What If you leave a Skittle in there for like five days before you wear the jacket again, that Skittle's going to be hard as a rock. You don't want that Skittle anymore. What's the point? I mean, there it is. It was Trevor Simeon. He bought all of his offensive linemen parkas that dispense Skittles. I'm sorry. They're actually in the jacket, and you hit this little red Skittle button that's on the jacket, and it dispenses them into the pocket so that you can pull them out. The all right. If that doesn't tell the Broncos that they need to pay Trevor Simeon more money, then nothing will because when you give your linemen gifts, they're supposed to be gifts, something that they actually want, something that's cool. That's true. That is terrible. Yeah, I mean, Zeke buys his offensive linemen these big, like, Articat UTVs. Yeah, like a gator or something. <laughs> and then the Broncos linemen get a parka that probably, one, doesn't fit, and two, is feeding their their food habits, which obviously <laughs> are wrong to be <laughs> Anybody listening to the podcast and you yourself, Eric, I have, you need to go online and Google these jackets. <laughs> they look terrible, and the only picture of them, it's Trevor Simeon, because obviously his offensive linemen aren't going to get caught dead in these things. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. All right. <laughs> that's all the time we have today, everybody. We really appreciate you listening. Hopefully we'll be doing another podcast here soon, but everybody have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Until next time.